I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, doing everyone? Welcome back to another update. In today's video, we're going to be going through our wing fullback cash cows. But first, just want to start off with a, a few announcements. We've had a bunch of injuries in the last week. So we'll start with Cam McInnes. He has done his ACL and he's out for the season. So there goes my captain. But it might open up an opportunity for someone like Billy Britton, uh, who's going to be nice and cheap. But we'll just have to wait and see. It looks like they're, they're going to make sure they're going to try and play Hunt in the halves. So it might open up another space. But there's one of our top guys gone down. And with Haas, we're not sure if he's going to be someone that is going to be scoring that, that 70-odd points that he did last year. It looks like clear he's going to be a really good or slash needed option at uh, the captaincy position. So I imagine a lot of people have picked him up in the last couple of days. We've also got Tom Gilbert, who's out. There's not too much with the with the fantasy side in the, in the Cowboys. There's, we've got Peter Holler, which, uh, who might play, but we'll, again, we'll have to wait and see until team lists. Um, and then Jake Averillo. So it looks like, you know, according to general physio there, four to eight weeks is, is what his elbow injury would take to recover. Uh, and, and that puts him, obviously, the four weeks being right on the season start, and then any further than that, he might miss. So if, he, if he's someone that does miss a game or two, he's not someone you'd probably want to put in your team, just for the fact that we're not sure what his role would be anyway, and you might get eased back off the bench, for example. So uh, they're the injuries, guys, um, and we'll get in and start talking about our wing fullbacks. I forgot to, to mention Tommy Chobb in the last last episode, but... Him being such a low price this year, he's someone that I think is going to be a moneymaker and, and he can uh, fit nicely into the cash cows there. So at a price of 477, price of 36 with an average of 39 last year, which included which included a, a, a game where we had 50 minutes um, and then and then 60 minutes when he when he came back last year um, in in that last game there, and obviously didn't score really any points there but you can look at what he what he can do when he's when he's on the park had a really slow start at 17 but then a 59 72 40 35 and a 52 before he got injured so for him if you're bringing him into your team you're hoping for a, a an average of, of close to 45 at at a minimum right if, if he's you know if he's going to play and not get injured 
and hoping to get somewhere between 45 and 50. So he is a keeper in that wing fullback position and you can hold him throughout the year. So he's someone that I'm going to be starting with and we just pray and hope that he doesn't get injured. If you're, if you're worried about getting injured, you could get left behind if you don't bring him in. That's my only worry for, for people not wanting to bring him in. Um, but he also could get injured really quickly. Something to think about when we just spoke about the buy schedule is it's a little bit shorter the, the, uh, in, this, in this season with, most, with every team getting one buy only compared to previous years. So that's get, that uh, period is going to be a little bit easier on coaches. So you'll be able to trade a little bit more for, uh, for injuries. And if Tom does happen to get injured, there are other options that we can speak about uh, in this video uh, going forward. So we spoke a little bit about Mbai in the, in the centers video and we'll, we'll pop him in there again. Again, price to 31, dual position of 422K. Someone that I, I wouldn't be wanting to pick up just for the fact that his, uh, his, positional, his position in the team is not certain. Where, with, with Dane Laurie coming over, we're not sure where he's going to play. So he's someone that I'd, I'd probably leave at this stage. Corey Allen's going to be an interesting one. At 416K, I think he's slightly underpriced. 416 price to 31 with an average of 34 last year and that included a bunch of games at the start of the season on the wing for an average of approximately 30 and then he gets moved to the to the to the fullback position we can see started slowly with a 27 with a try in the first game and, and then a 41 with a with a nice uh, a more improved game as a fullback without a try had the try save with it with a, a line break try assist with the line break assist to get his 41 and then the next couple of games happened to, uh, to score a try and score well there. And you can see he then got a, a chance to play for the Maroons in, in that last game there. So he's someone that will get the number one position at the dog since he's moved. And, and these are the kind of things we want to be looking for um, in these types of players is, okay, he's moving. He's going to be getting the, the fullback spot, but he is moving from the Rabbitohs who are a much better team than the dog. So my issue with Alan is he's slightly underpriced, but... How much underpriced? Because he's going to be, you know, on the back of a team that's not as good as as you know as the Rabbitohs in this case, um, and he shouldn't be getting the amount of finishes and tries that he that he did at the Rabbitohs. So he's someone that a little bit upside, but not enough to become a keeper at this stage. He's obviously fairly young, having only played his second season, but for now, I think Tommy Trob at a slightly higher price is a much better option. Then Corey Allen also spoke about Hopper Wade, but we'll chuck him in here again, just as a quick one. Alrighty, guys, and, and just uh, I've got the got the Discord link in the in the chat if you if you're interested in jumping into that. We're just under 200 members at the moment. It's going to be a really good place for for everyone to to pop their information, and we'll have some verified people in there to give the late mail and stuff like that to make it a, a lot quicker for for people to to see that information. But Hopper Wade. At the dogs as well, looks like he's going to be playing in, in the centre position, which he did for a decent portion of last year at the start. And you can see he has a floor of, of 20 to 25 with the chance of going bigger if he does score a try. Again, they'll, they'll be slightly better this year, but I don't see a lot of upside with him being priced around that 30 mark. So I'm happy to leave him at this stage as well. An interesting one is Cody Ramsey. So the Dragons have a bunch of, a bunch of wingers at the moment vying for vying for one spot and sit very similar in the centers so they've, they've got a fair few outside backs and and you can see from cody our main issue with him is the fact that he his base stats are, 
are extremely low. So an average meters gained of 70 per game makes a few tackles with, with limited misses. But if he's only going to have a few runs, there's less chance to get those tackle breaks. You can see even, even in the game where he scored two tries, he only had two tackle breaks. And you, know, you want to be getting over 100 meters gained to, get, to be able to get sort of three-plus tackle breaks a game and make them a viable scorer week in, week out when, when the team's not doing as well. And with McInnes going down, I see some issues in the Dragons team even more than they had last year and their chances of scoring a lot of tries uh, really being diminished. And obviously, there's a good chance he'll be on the right side with Lomax. That's where he played last time, but then you've got blokes like Ravalawa who, who had a really good season. So if he gets a spot, there's a chance he makes some money at 342k, price at 26 off his 32 average last year, that there's a, a, a small chance of him making money. I can see him averaging at a high of 35, so that's ceiling, and a low of somewhere in the 20s, and, and he really just doesn't go anywhere. So at 100K of a base price, he's a, he's a really awkward price for me, and, I, and he's someone that I'm going to be letting through the keeper at this stage of the season. We'll jump in and, and chat about Moylan quickly again. Guys, if you're enjoying this, please hit like and, subs- and subscribe. Really appreciate it. Growing a nice community here. Matty Moylan, again, lots of scores in, in, the, in, the, in the teens and 20s, which doesn't really interest me. He's already priced at 23, so he's going to have to average at least 35 for, for me to think he's viable, and, and I don't think he's going to do that. So not someone I want to put in my team at this stage. But if you do, all power to you. All right, some interesting ones now. We've got Tessie New at 260K in our wing fullback position. So price of 20, which is great. So he came in He came in last year, a couple of games off the interchange, which drops his average massively. He then moves to fullback and plays 66 minutes. Just remember, guys, this has been a team that was really terrible last year in the Broncos. So he comes in and, and does fairly well across those four games in, a, in, in his first season in a team that was really bad. So a 24 and 66 minutes, 35 and 52 in 80. And this is with no tries. Just think, just think of that there. He's just got a try assist, line break assist in both those games. When he plays 80, you can see his meters gained is fairly high. Obviously, a, a bad game to finish off the year at 93 meters against the Tigers, but a 226 and a 136 with no line breaks in there is really positive signs for, for someone like Tessie. It looks like he's got the center spot um, at this stage, and he should be averaging closer to 30 at a minimum. Okay, so I, I don't see his floor anything under twenty five in the center position. He'll get a few more get a few more tackles, which you can see he made seven in one game for four misses. But then, yeah, we're not sure at this stage what he's going to be like in the tackling department. But he, he is looking pretty big and strong. You know, training the house down as as they say. If he gets that center position and locks it in, hopefully the the uh, the Broncos are a little bit better this year. I can see him as someone that a lot of people are going to put into their squad, given the fact that we've seen what he can do in, in a few games last year. And there's not much of a... Sorry, his floor can't go much lower than 20, which means there's, there's mainly only upside. And, and in a position that's pretty light on, he's someone that I'm, I'm probably going to have in my squad at this stage. But Okay, guys, now we're going to talk about Bailey Simonson. Jump in there. So really interesting one for me. Obviously a basement price, but... Price at 18, but when you look at what he actually scores in, in the games he's played, it looks pretty yuck, right? And the majority of these games are in 
starting winger spots. There's a couple off the interchange, but even his starting games, a 23, a, a try for 34, a try for 28, a try for 28, looks really yuck. And I, I don't see him as, as being a, a very viable option when when his biggest score, he has a 59 as a, as a big outlier with a 49 with two, with uh, with a double. So for me, he's not someone that I'd want to be touching at this stage. Obviously, he's super cheap and there's a chance he makes a little bit of money, but we want guys at this position to, to be averaging at least 30, and I don't see him, him doing that. So 30 plus to make 150, 200K. Uh, and, and for him, we've seen what he can do. You know, there's a little purple patch there with, when he scored a bunch of tries, but other than that, I don't think he's worth it. So yeah, if you've got any more questions on him, please do, but yeah, not for me. With Bailey Simonson. We, we moved to Jesse Arthurs for, for the Broncos, and, and there's a decent chance that he'll play uh, in the other centre position. We're not sure on this stage. We've, we've heard Tessie's going to be playing, but other than that, not sure. But price of 21, he actually has a little bit more upside than, than what Bailey Simonson does. You can see he played a bit everywhere last year in amongst some injuries, but a few games on the wing, uh, one there with a couple of try assists, and then a couple of really low games, but then you know, there's, it's just he's more the ups and downs. But you can see when he when he played centre last uh, in 2019, he has scores for 21, 42, 46, 35, and 20. So a little bit more of a balance there. When he's priced at 21, there's a little bit of upside there. Again, not someone that I want. I'd be looking at touching in that wing fullback position at this stage. But I think he's someone that will have a little bit more upside than what Bailey Simonson does. Even though he's in a decent squad and she'll get the spot. I'd, uh, I'd want to be waiting and seeing on these couple of guys there. So let's move on to Tex. There's a few different uh, articles out at the moment about Kalen Ponga. There's one that says he's going to be out for close to six weeks. There's also one recently that's going to be that's saying he's going to be out for closer to three to four. If it's the six weeks, then I think Tex is a really good option. If it's closer to three to four, I think he is a slight worry. If he was closer to 240k... I, and priced at around 18, I'd say he's a, a really decent option. But at the moment, I'm a little bit worried with the fact that there's a chance that he, he'll, uh, Ponga will only be out for three to four weeks. And you know what a lot of these footy guys are like? They'll come back a, a little bit earlier. Seems to be only the hamstring uh, problems that, that seem to keep people out for an extended period of time. The other injuries, they seem to just come back a little bit earlier. So that's something I'm worried about. Anyway. 314k, dual position, half and wing fullback, priced at 23 with an average of 25 last year. You can see he only played a full game twice with, with one off the interchange for 74 minutes. But in his game at fullback, games at fullback, he had 80 minutes for 40 with a try save, and then a game against the Panthers for 90 minutes for a 63 fantasy score when they had all the injuries. So that was an amazing debut game. And then you can see his, his PPM off the, off the bench was not too bad. So 10 in 10, in 10 minutes there, 11 in the 22, um, and then it gets a little bit slower with 6 off 21 with 37 off 45. So he, when he's on the park, especially if you're going to give him the fullback position for a fair bit of game time, I think he's someone that can make you a decent amount of money and average in the mid-30s to 40 over that first period. It's just going to be how many games uh, Ponga misses. And if we get a clearer picture... Closer to the season, I think he um, he's someone that I'd like to have in my team if Pong is out for six weeks, and we'll leave it at that, guys. And our last little interesting one is going to be is going to be Dane Laurie. So an option pops up for us. So even with all these injuries, 
we have someone that, that has a chance to score really well in our wing fullback position. If he, and if he gets that fullback spot, he's in my team. So 246 price is 16 with an average of 21, which included uh, a six-minute game, a 19-minute game. And then the only one we really want to care about is this, is this one game at fullback to finish the season. He managed to get 80 minutes for a score of 55. And this only included a try assist and a line break assist. He sees your 13 tackles for zero misses with four tackle breaks and 215 metres gained. So a really amazing game for someone in their, their first game at fullback. And if he gets anything close to a starting position at the Tigers, he's going to be absolute gold and, you must, and will be a must-have in your side. So not much more to say about him. He has some big raps about him. And the, what I've noticed over the years is those types of players will eventually play, will eventually get some good game time and will score well. I think back to the years when Jack Bird and Ewan Aitken, they were touted as the next big things and they, they didn't get a, a start until round three or four, so most people left them out of the side. But if you, if you had them in your team um, even uh, before the start of the season or even after those three rounds, you, you benefited greatly and they scored really well. And I see Dane Laurie as someone um, very similar to that and someone else like Sam Walker uh, or Schuster from, from Seagulls. You'd imagine they get a, a chance at some point of the year and, and will be very helpful for your fantasy side. So they're, you know, if there's not many good options, I'd rather not just throw in a Bailey Simonson on the bench just for the sake of it. I'd rather pick a guy like Laurie or Schuster or Sam Walker, the guys that should get a game at some point of the year and, and will score well when they do, uh, who are going to make you some money and not waste a spot on that bench. But there you go, guys. That's the wing fullback cash cow position. I hope you enjoyed and uh, we'll see you in the next one. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.